Welcome back to the No Business Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Leahy, and joined by me always, my assistant, Jordan Brank. How you doing, Jordan? I mean, I was fine a couple seconds ago before you made that assistant joke, obviously. Uh, ooh, uh, I don't know if it's a deep joke. Cut, I'm certainly not the assistant because I'm the host of the show, actually. Okay, okay. okay. You're my co-host, a.k.a. assistant for all all the people uh, out there. No, I didn't think I'm the host. I thought we had that established. Oh, uh, you know what? You know, we don't even have time for this debate right now. There'll be plenty of time to discuss that in later episodes. But we just want to thank everyone. I know on behalf of me and Jordan, we want to thank everybody for listening to our first episode. It honestly was a big step for us and a big goal for us. And I know we're both very proud of that fact. Yeah, we never in a million years thought we'd have a podcast. Oh, well, I mean, speaking for myself, I guess. Never thought, at least I ha- would have a podcast ever. And now that we're, this is our second episode, you know, I, I couldn't even have imagined it. Um, so, yeah, we just, again, want to say thank you for listening. All the feedback that came in was fantastic. Uh, we really appreciate that and encourage that because that only help, that helps us help you. Uh, this interview we had uh, this week, which is going to be the bulk of this episode, um, with Sanada Lee was just absolutely fantastic. Uh, I can't say enough good things about it. The guy, he's a beacon in this drool world. Yeah, it was truly inspiring. (laughs) And honestly, I was honored to be a part of it. It it was truly fantastic. Just the conversation that we had with Sanad was amazing. Truly. Uh, So hope you enjoy that. Um, And here you go. All right. Uh, so joining us now on the podcast is Sanad Ali. Uh, thank you for being here. Oh, this is thank great. you. Thank you. Nice meeting <laughs> you guys. And it was always wonderful to talk to you guys. Yes. Always a pleasure. Now we have had a few conversations in the past. Yep. Um, so before we get going to, into the actual interview itself, let's mm-hmm. let me and you describe the story mm-hmm. of how we connected, how we met up. Absolutely. Um, yeah, go for it. Okay. So, <laughs> So I was meeting my friends at the movies one night. This mm-hmm. was, what, October, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. And just took an Uber because I don't have a car because I'm broke as hell. Um, <laughs> love <laughs> so your honesty. Took an Uber. You're honest. I, I no, love it. That's, that's my reality. <laughs> that's my, you know, that's me. That's my truth. You know, you know what's funny? You could have gone with, you know, I'm trying to save money instead of wasting money on insurance and cars <laughs> and maintenance. You know, but hey, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wish I thought of that 10 seconds ago. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> so it just, you know, people out there who've taken Ubers before know mm-hmm. how the app is. It's completely yep. random. And yep. whoever, I guess, accepts the request mm-hmm. is the person who picks you up. So exactly. I was. I miraculously was fortunate enough to have oh, thank you. Uh, Sanad pick me <laughs> yeah. up, and instantly we just connected. Because I think, yep. if I remember right, you had made a joke about how Uber drivers typically don't talk, and it's super yes. uncomfortable. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's really weird, whatever. Yeah, it's, and so it's, we just got to talking. Yep. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, no, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, they they're really you know pushing the autonomous vehicles only because the drivers most of them don't talk back. So it almost feels like it's already autonomous already. So it definitely has that effect. You know, when we were talking, <laughs> we, we connected because of so much of the, the subjects of, of improvement and progression that we both wanted in our lives and everyone else wants in their lives. So we knew we could help a lot of people in that format. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, so that was that's in a nutshell how we uh, got to talk in. And then mm-hmm. 
uh, like I said, we just connected so well. We hit it off. And at the end of the end of the ride, I'm like, oh, my God, I need to talk to this guy more. I need to yeah. pick this guy's brain. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I had this battle in my head the whole ride. I'm like, is it weird if I ask for his number? <laughs> like, I don't want to be weird. But I also want to, like, seriously, like, talk more with this guy and find Absolutely. out, like, what makes him tick. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, you like when you want to get a beer or something? Like, I would love to sit down and chat more. And and we got a coffee uh, afterwards, yeah. Yes, then, we got coffee. Right. Yep. <laughs> and then we had like a, a an advanced brainstorming type, you know, type meeting. Like we can actually, you know, sit down and get a cup of coffee and really think about yes. the goals, the plans, and what the future holds. You know, absolutely. Yeah. So that's how we connected. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get right into it then. Mm-hmm. How did you get to where you are today? How okay. did Yusanata Lee get mm-hmm. to this point right now? Well, it all life. started when I was a fetus. No, uh, what I was going to say is, <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, you know, the, the thing about it is, you know, um, I, I was very fortunate that I, I, I think things in a positive manner and everything that could be looked upon as a negative can actually be looked upon as a positive as well. And my perception was, you know, very critical of how, like, for an example, um, even though, thank God, I went to UCLA on full scholarship and academics, you know, and and did well in school and whatnot, straight A student, I'm still, I was doing Uber driving. And the only reason why I was doing Uber driving was because thankfully, you know, I know it sounds weird, but my girlfriend, remember I was telling you, bud, that my girlfriend went from 130 pounds to 88 pounds and the doctors had no idea what caused it and what was continuing to cause it. And, you know, I took over the dry, I took the level of money to work in order for teaching tennis, thank God for having the energy of a four-year-old, um, that I, <laughs> thank God for that, um, that I literally went in and said, okay, I'm going to start making money and taking care of her. And studying at home after coming back, doing my real estate licensing, doing my real estate investing internship, and also at the same time teaching tennis and doing the driving. So I, I just was gung-ho. And, you know, remember we were talking about, you know, having a situation that happened with I, my house got caught in the Creek fire in December 4th, 2017. Um, and that dramatically changed my life because it made me realize, man, the most uncomfortable moments of your life, you get the most results. And yep. boy, was I uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Oof, was I uncomfortable. Um, and anybody that's listening to this, you know, uh, really get into the reading a book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Rich Kiyosaki in order to understand um, how, you know, depreciating assets and whatnot. And what I lost in the fire really showed me that my money wasn't making me money. It was actually losing value. And every time I thought about that, you know, the fire really woke me up to that. So how I met you through that was, you know, um, you got to meet a crazy Uber driver. Hey, that's me. Um, (laughs) And all of a sudden, you know, you, you know, you and I were starting to talk and I, you know, was teaching tennis, but after the fire that, you know, obviously changed. So what happened to me was that, you know, I was always a life coach to a lot of, uh, of my tennis students and I would build them as warriors. And I, I love learning and, and listening to individuals. And you and I connected because I wanted to know exactly like, what's your goals? You know, please let me know. I'd love to, you know, maybe God willing, we can help each other and keep each other in tune to what the goals are for the future. You know, if we keep each other in check, if you will. Right. Right. Um, and and that's exactly what happened. You were telling me, hey, I'm going to do a, a podcast, which you're doing. I'm proud of you. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. You know, Thank you're you. welcome. You know, and, you know, you were asking me and, and to be honest with you, I, I wasn't going to do a 
podcast because I was more focused on, okay, I was doing real estate investing internship. I made the guy $290,000 in less than three months, even though I didn't see it. I knew I was capable. And I got, you know, a guy got in the car going, hey, remember I was telling you, like, guy's like, you're way too smart to be a driver. I'm like, I'm very sorry, my friend. I wrote that wrong for you. You know, joking around. And, you know, I went in and I, I started going, okay. So I got, you know, hired to go work in Malibu. You know, he's a real estate Malibu broker. While I'm getting my licensing, I haven't even got my license yet, right? And then I was very, very fortunate. Not only it was perfect timing, God's will, if you will, um, that I met you. We traded numbers. Um, and then after that, I had a wonderful individual get in the car, like I was telling you, that her is a, a rapper that is very well known. She just opened up for Beyonce, Niam, uh, Young Ma, and she was a wonderful, wonderful person who I also gave my phone number to, uh, which is rare oh my to gosh. give my number out. Yeah, and she was telling me, you've got to do a podcast in order to help others in order to achieve goals and to, to push progress because – People need this in order to be, you know, really directed. And and I think, you know, I, I really took her words to heart and took your words to heart. And I went, you know something? This is, it's nice to help people. I love helping people. Why not help people in a different format, you know, and, and push that level of progress? And hence why, how we met each other, how we connected, you know? So in a nutshell, hey. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that. Yeah. I mean, me and young Ma just, preaching the same uh, gospel yeah. over here. We're one of the <laughs> yeah, same, well, being a young mom. Exactly, oh you know. I just cannot well, believe that. See, okay, I'm yeah. glad you brought that up because I, I know you were like, ah, I, he, she's you know, got this private life, and I wasn't going mm -hmm. to bring that up, but I'm glad you did. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> that, that just blows my mind. That just blows my mind. When, that... when, he, when Jordan told me about this Sanad yesterday on the phone, mm -hmm. I was losing my mind. I was like, <laughs> no <laughs> way. I'm, I was such a big, I'm such a big fan of hers, and I was, I was. Yeah, she's awesome. She's really wonderful. She really, you know, you know, it's funny. Just want to throw this out there. It's okay. Wait, I don't know if I should say, it, but it's funny how let's just not her. We can always cut it if uh, you don't feel comfortable. We yeah. can always oh, cut it. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> it's just the the idea. No, no, not about her. She's awesome. I mean, we really, you know, I came from really, you know, hideously bad childhood. She went through. I'm not gonna, you know, put her stuff out there because not my style. But let's just say we connected. Um, you know, but the same instance, you know, I think it's comical. I was telling her about this. So I'm like, yeah, I don't understand. Your your rating is not that high, but you're a great person. And I'm like, man, what kind of drivers did you have before that gave you a horrible rating? I mean, it just didn't make sense to me, you know, because she's such a wonderful heart and a wonderful soul. Um, yeah. You know, and it's, yeah, it was pretty cool. She's I really can only nice imagine. Person. Yeah, I can only imagine. Yeah. If Young Ma steps in my Uber car mm -hmm. like i'm giving her five stars automatically <laughs> that's insane well, hey, that anyone me, you would you give her a lesser rating <laughs> yeah, no I, okay i love that i love that yeah. but oh, man you, you know what he, he, the thing that the, the beauty of her is that she actually you know not only is she very you know caring she really does her have her heart on her sleeve um and, you know, and I, I, I'm really just, you know, I am a horrible liar. I'd rather just say the truth. She really does. She's really a caring person. And she's very proud of her work. I mean, I remember her coming up to me and going, that's my billboard right there. And I'm like, whoa, you look different. Oh, my gosh. Like, what the? You know, <laughs> you know, and then the level of how she struggled to succeed and to, and to push. And then, you know, she asked me about what happened. You know, like, wow, you don't stand, you know, strike me as a, a one of the drivers. And I'm like, you know, everything I do, I got to give my best, no matter what. And I remember I was telling you, I'm like, I know it's just driving. I, you know, I, I, it's not saying it can't, you know, it's just driving, but I'm considered to be the top 1% of all Uber and Lyft drives across the United States. I'm at a 4.97 
on Uber and a perfect five star on Lyft. Wow. You know, and I, no matter what I do, I got to give my best. And her personality was to always give her best also. So she was the one who was kind of like, man, your energy is like through the roof. Why don't you go and do podcasting? Because you need to help people because, man, it's, it's that level of her word getting out there. And I'm not putting myself in her category, but it's that level of helping people. And I went, man, you know, I've helped so many students becoming number one in California in different age groups in, in tennis. Why not help people, you know, in this kind of a way as well? And that's she was one of the encouraging. You, my God, man, you were godsend. You know? <laughs> well, the feeling's mutual. You know? The feeling is oh, absolutely thank mutual. You. <laughs> oh, dude. You, you know, I have to tell you, um, I'm really, really excited to, you know, keeping, you know, you going after that podcast setup and really building it, you know, because it really – it's really both of you. Sorry, um, you know. No, it's, it's cool. It's, I'm all, I'm the only host, so it's cool. It's cool. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, he, he, th he thinks. It's yeah, it's funny. Yeah. He doesn't speak much. He's just on the side. No, <laughs> no, I'm joking. Joking. Um, but yeah, we're yeah, just joking. I, I think that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like some far away. He's like, I will come for you guys. I sweat it. You know, and they like. Joking, joking. Oh, jeez. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, I, I think uh, the level of what I was going to touch up on is, you know, what happened with my girlfriend, you know, um, doctors, like I said, didn't have an answer to the situation. So um, I would come home and study. And I, I did like I do for my, my tenant students who are like women students who I build them to be warriors to beat the crap out of people. So you know, if they're low on, on, uh, on, you know, like say their monthly cycle, excuse my speaking, you know, I, I raise up and they have severe cramps. I give them magnesium. Well, that's exactly what I did with my girlfriend was I started to raise up the, you know, the, uh, probiotics, the intestinal tract. I started to attack that format to see exactly her bacteria, like imagine eating, but starving. So I started adding more bacteria within her, you know, intestinal layer probiotics. And I start adding minerals and vitamins that I thought she was missing. And all of a sudden now she's doing fantastic. Um, and, but it's amazing when you see somebody who goes through something like that. Oh my God. Yeah. So it, it, that's how I, I got into driving or I would have never met such a wonderful gentleman like yourself because I would have been, you know, comfortable on a tennis court. Yeah. <laughs> I know? mean, so it cool. goes back to the saying, you know, necessity is the best teacher. Right? Yes. I think that definitely applies, uh, in your story. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. a lot of people can, uh. Oh, that's that. you, you know, you know something you don't realize what you have until it's gone, obviously, right? You've always hear that. Sure. Well, you know, with like I was telling you, the fire happened to me on December 4, 2017, which not to badmouth myself, made me homeless. Mm. And I went from making so much, you know, you know, I'm not going to say how much I did, but let's just say I was doing very comfortably, <laughs> you know, and, you know, let's just say that. And um, I, you know, I started to go from that to zero. Right. Because I lost all my tennis equipment in the fire, all my 30 trophies. I mean, everything. And then what happened was from there, I took that to the talking to FEMA telling me, oh, my God, you know, you lost everything. Are you OK? I guess they thought I was going to go postal. Um, and here oh I God. am going. You're right. And all of a sudden I went, OK. I mean, to this day, when I go get checkups, they go, man, your health is unbelievable. Um, do you want to talk to anyone about what you went through a severe huh. situation? You lost everything. I'm like, yeah, I really, I'm, I'm it, it was a, I know it sounds weird, but it was a blessing in disguise because the most uncomfortable moments, you get the most results and going from being homeless in a certain situation to now doing, you know, thank God, fantastic. Wow. You know, it really, you can change everything in your life if you perceive it to be, you know, goal setting, you know, really looking at things and saying, man, 
do you really need all those necessities that are in the house? I mean, when you really think about it, I, I, when you don't know how much would you have until it's gone, right? Well, when you lose everything and you go, man, you don't know, you don't, you don't need all that crap. You just need the stuff that's actually needed that is useful on a daily basis. You can build upon that. And that's what I got to fortunately learn from the fire. You know, that right. it's, it's amazing of how people will complain like their garage got burned down. And I would have FEMA, the, the representative, pulling me in going, can you talk to this lady? And I'm like, this lady right here? Why? It's like, well, you lost everything and you're looking at how to buy your first house and, you know, uh, ha house hack it and rent out the rooms and build up equity in order to buy another, you know, another condominium. And she lost her, her, her garage and she feels like the end of the world. Wow. You know, and I'm like, yeah. and, and, and here I am sleeping on someone's couch. Right. Not having anything, right. you know. Yeah, I was very, very blessed. You know, one of my great students um, gave me one of my great, great friends gave me a tennis rackets, and then my other student, who which was very humbling, if you ever want to, oh my God, talk about a pill to swallow, is going from teaching and becoming such a you know a mentor to all of a sudden living on someone's couch, and him going, you know, we're gonna go play a tennis tournament. I'm like, dude, I don't even have a pair of clothes. <laughs> you know, like, oh man, maybe, yeah. Maybe we should work on having clothes, and then yeah. you know, and then maybe tennis shoes. Hey, you know, and and you know what? Um, we got to the finals of that tournament. He was it was a blessing. He did me a huge favor. He didn't because wow. it didn't give me time mentally to kind of go. Okay, I don't need to have difficulty. I can take this as a positive. Yeah, you didn't get that chance to dwell on it and feel sorry for no, yourself. No, there's no time. Right. There's no time. I mean, you know, something that's amazing when FEMA asked me, the guy was asking, he goes, is there, you know, why aren't you like, you know, feeling this? And I said, I don't have time for this. I don't have, you know, what choice do I have? Yeah. You can't afford You know, it. this is can't another chapter. Yeah. Yeah. And if anything, it was a positive because not only did it get me out of, out of the comfort zone of being on a tennis court and going into real estate. And I swear to you going to a thrift store because I had, you know, very little money and I went into a thrift store and went, I'm going to buy some clothes, my friend, you know, and, and <laughs> so I don't, because apparently people don't trust a guy in tennis clothes and sweatpants, you know, with a couple hundred thousand dollar house. <laughs> like, okay, I will wear clothes that you feel comfortable with, you know, um, right. but that attitude really got me to understand of how comfortable your life is and how really it's, it's, it's standard. You know, you could do so much more. You could do so much more and really go after your, your goals if you really put in the, the, the concept of, okay, what do I need to do to get it? And what will I, I'm willing to go after it for? Right. You know, because so many people put a limit on themselves. And, and after the fire, I lost everything. I felt like, what, what limits do I have? I could tell you what time McDonald's opens up on December 24th. I would sleep in my car. Oh, you man. know, and yeah. isn't that crazy? I knew I know what time McDonald's opens up so I can use the bathroom. That's how much. I, and I, I will tell you this: shockingly, when you go through stuff like that, boy, does that take away your pride? <laughs> you know, you're like, yeah, oh, uh, man, I can't even imagine. Right, but it, it wow. is a blessing because now when people say "born again" and this and that, you know what New Year's resolutions. Mine is not January 1st. Mine is not about that. Mine is all about one thing. December 24th, I asked myself, where, what have I done? What have I accomplished? What is my future goals? What is, you know, what's, what's the next stage of my life? What am I going with this? And that's the day that I really look at. And thank God I do because, you know, I found out that giving your best is contagious. It's contagious. Definitely. Right? Yeah, I would say it's so contagious. for sure.
Yeah, because look, I'm driving, dude. I mean, not to be mean to, you know, I know the TV and everything else, you know, movies, they show drivers as, oh, look, he's a little weird. Yes, yes, he's an Uber driver. And you're like, oh, God, no, man. You know, that kind of a thing. But at the same time, you look at someone and you go over and you go, well, wait a minute. You can't judge anybody, you know, and, and, and that driving, giving 100 percent to a driver and dropping somebody off and making sure, God willing, that they they're safe when they're dropped off. Not like, oh, you got the wrong address. Well, too bad for you. C'est la vie. You know, and run, you know, you're making sure, hey, this person's right there safely. You know, have 100 percent rating for a reason. Well, that's contagious for everything in your life. You know, not only driving, doing, you know, Uber and Lyft, but also for other things in life. You know, when you and I got connected, you and I had that level of, oh, wait a minute, you know, yep. what's what's your 100%, right? What's, yeah. Where does your goal have to be? You mentioned you had a rough childhood. And would you yeah. say that your mindset of turning negatives into positives and the goal setting and mm-hmm. always looking for silver linings, would you say that stems mm-hmm. from your childhood? That is a good question. Um, well, to tell the the listeners, you know, I have a great relationship with my dad right now. But at the time, you know, and my, you know, I was, it's funny, I told my girlfriend this, it was a blessing to have such a crappy dad and a crappy mother. It was wonderful. Um, because, you know, and I'm going to be very brutally honest. So I apologize to any listeners out there that will take this in, you know, and might be too much or disrespectful. Um, you know, I grew up in a childhood that, you know, my dad was a Marine Special Ops and, you know, I have a huge pain threshold for a reason. Um, and, you know, I, I, I'm sorry for my graphicness, but my dad stepped on my head and put a rock through it and bleeding like water just because I didn't eat an apple too fast. That was the reasoning why, you know, and my mother Jesus. wasn't, you know, you know, and, and that's fine. That's fine because I have a huge pain threshold. You could put me in, in a triangle joke. And I'm not tapping. <laughs> I mean, because you gotta, you gotta put me to sleep or kill me. Because I, I have that mindset of nothing stops me because of that, you know. And and you know, my mother was a kind of person that one of the smartest people I ever met in my entire life. And I have a 180 IQ, scariest person, smartest person I ever met. And I will tell you, point blank, one of the craziest person. She went through wars. <laughs> you know what I mean? Went through wars. Yeah. She would kick me out of the house and bring me back in. But I'm not talking like days. I'm talking like less than a minute and hugging me like I never like I should have never left but I I don't know how I got from point A of the table dining room table to being outside <laughs> you know and I'm like wait I don't understand how did I go from here to here and you screaming at me and then all of a sudden you hugging me and crying and I'm like what you know like okay this doesn't make sense but what it did was it also taught me I'm very cautious on business. Why? Because if your own mother can burn you left, right, and center, then that also means you have to understand that there are people out there who are capable and willing to burn you. And you have to be not saying you don't trust. It just means understand, you know? And the other side is how can anybody, and I seriously mean this, and and I apologize again for my forwardness, but if you can call me, say for example, I tell you I'm gonna achieve my goals in, in, in real estate, um, and also in tournaments and tennis, I'm going back competition. I just won my 31st first place trophy. Thank God. Um, but check this out. If you could say, Ali, no way. You're a loser. There's no way. Or Sanad, excuse me, um, is you're a loser. There's no way. And you know what I would tell you? Hey, dude, I fully get it. My mother used to call me the worst name she could ever imagine. And that doesn't bother me. So that doesn't bother me either. And it's, so it does have that positive type setup. Absolutely. Yeah. 
It helps you, know. you keep helps you keep the negativity out and stay positive through any situation. I really like that. Absolutely, because you know what? Something I was telling this. This is funny. I was just talking to someone about this today. I guess that you got to watch out with how you you discipline a child, because you know, to this day, if you give me, you know, I love hot sauce. Well, I was disciplined with hot sauce, and I love hot sauce. <laughs> 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 That'd be terrible, you know. And and something happened like that with my mother saying to me, like. And I'll never forget this. It's actually funny. I know a lot of people are like, oh, my God, that's sad. But it is funny um, if you really look at the comedy of it. She goes, my mother goes, you know what? God's going to get you. God's going to kill you no matter where, no matter what. And all of a sudden you think, yourself, wow, that's, that's really harsh for telling a little kid. But get this. In my world, I took an depositor and said, well, wait a minute. That means, in theory, God will kill me in a tank or God can kill me inside of a house hiding in a corner. That means I shouldn't have any fear. I shouldn't have fear at all. That means I can live life to the fullest and not have any worry whatsoever because it doesn't matter because if God wants me, God's going to take me, right? And that that positive attitude has given that different looking at things, perceiving things in a positive way has done that, you know? So, yeah, I can definitely say looking at somebody and saying, hey, I've gone through some really bad situations. Like I tell my students, appreciate your dad and your mother. Really, when they treat you really wonderfully and you have an argument with them, kind of look at them and go, wait a minute. Let's, why are they being so loving? Why are they being kind? Oh, because they love me, <laughs> you know? And, and it's, it's that level of, you know, knowing what you have, appreciating what you have. Don't let it go by and then suddenly appreciate it, you know? Wow. It doesn't yeah. need to be that way. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> That's such an interesting way to perceive. I love how, I just love how you yeah. think. Thank you. Thank you. So not, I'm uh, wondering, I know you're really big on goal setting and mm-hmm. you've kind of touched upon some future goals. Maybe go more into that. Like what are some of your top future goals for the future? Maybe in the next like five, maybe, or maybe like short term, like five, 10 years. Okay. Um, well, you know what? Uh, first primary estate, I'm going to be getting my real estate licensing. Um, I'm going to be getting into, um, as a real estate investor, looking at using as a tool, not only for sales and helping individuals, but really, to be honest with you, is to getting into uh, rental properties and whatnot. Like I said, rich dad, poor dad concept is really looking at your, you know, assets to make you money. So it's not like you're kind of sitting there and thinking, oh, the the value is the the dollar is going to be sitting in my, you know, in my wallet somewhere. Well. It's getting devalued every day kind of a thing, you know? Um, So that's that one side right there. The other side is I want to create a nonprofit organization, God willing, which I'm going to do, is going to be through an educational program, which will have uh, with, you know, dealing with the homeless because it has not happened with, you know, being in California and you see individuals who are, you know, being homeless and you don't see the government is just ushering them from one corner of the room to another corner of the room. You know what I mean? That kind of way. And instead of going, wait a minute, this should be an educational program, getting back into the workforce, which will cause individuals to pay taxes, which will cause to help the community from within to expose outwards, you know what I mean? To strengthen the, the community itself, mm-hmm. um, which will also raise up real estate value because when a, a homeless person is there, it lowers the value of the land, right? Mm-hmm. Well, this way kind of does that. Um, another side also that I have is, <laughs> this is far-fetched, but I'm going to tell you anyways. Um, <laughs> you, know, uh, I, you know, I'm going back into competition for, for tennis. Um, I promised one of my great, great friends of mine after the fire, he gave me some rackets and I said, oh, great. I'm getting back into, you know, I'll start teaching. He goes, ah, comes with an asterisk. And I'm like, oh, tell me, do I may teach your daughter, your son, your, mo- your wife, your mother? I don't know who, you know, I'll give him the best forehand you can dream of. And she, you know, he said, Nope, you got to get back in competition. I'm like, dude, I'm on someone's couch. 
You know what I mean? And he said, I know you're a warrior. You'll find a way. And funny enough, I did. So now I'm getting back competition, going back into uh, doubles first. We won a tournament and I'm going to drop about another 10, 15 pounds, God willing. And then all of a sudden I'll get into doubles and singles and really do really well and really see how far I can go with just the competitive state and have some fun with this just because I can. <laughs> I mean, um, and, and, you know, and to be honest with you, I think the biggest concern is to create maybe, I mean, God willing, I'm still on the fence on this one is about a podcast in order to help, you know, to, to show off to the goal setting, to understand that, you know, so many individuals go out and buy expensive cars and not realizing that because like remember we were talking about this is every time i see a lamborghini i see that with that wheel rotate and all i hear is cha-ching 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 you know it's like loses its value every time that wheel rolls so i you know want to just kind of like have that concept well wait a minute what if you build up your you know economic state in order to invest your money into that growth of investment so that's the kind of a thing that i want to do in my in, in my five-year frame. Oh, and have a child with my beautiful uh, girlfriend who's we're going to get married. So I love her very much. Oh, congrats on yeah, that. Yeah, she's – oh, thank you. God willing. You know, she, you know what? I have Is this the first you, time she's hearing what? about it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, she has a frying pan flat on my head. No. <laughs> um, no, actually, you know what? We were – you know, I have a, I have a theory about that is if, if you can see the ugliness of a person you're with, you also truly know how beautiful they really are. You know, when it, a lot of individuals, they go through the, the honeymoon state. We went through her dropping the weight and I was there for her, you know, and, and you know, close to dying kind of a thing. And her, she's okay. And I, she saw the ugliness in me when I was here. I was homeless going, okay, I don't know what to do here. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm stuck. You know, oh, my God, what do I do? And she showing videos going, okay, individuals with high IQs and what they've done. Well, what are you scared of? And I'm like, oh, I'm on someone's couch. That's what I'm scared of. You know, so she was there. So I was very fortunate to see that. And she was very fortunate to see that with me as well. And that's why, I mean, man, she's, you know, we're already talking about uh, future marriage, uh, probably buying our first uh, duplex or fourplex within hopefully within a year, um, you know, and really, you know, the concept of having people paying our rent kind of a thing, you know? Yeah. Making the money um, work for you. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so that's, that's my goals. That's what I'm going to be having fun with helping people along the way. Absolutely. And, and hopefully God willing, seeing you buddy improve. Well, both of you, you know, <laughs> yeah. saying, sorry, bud. <laughs> I think, uh, but you know, seeing progress, you know, that's, yes. that's the biggest thing. That's, that's the plan. The biggest thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, it's such a beautiful thing when you are okay. So do me a favor because I'm not a selfish person. Sure. Um, what are both of your goals? If you don't mind me saying, you can edit this out if you want. I'm just saying because oh, we all share in progress. You know, uh, Jordan Zach. first, Zach oh, after. God. Oh, oh, you oh my God! I was going to say Zach first. I'll go. Uh, I know because I know I know where you're running, but it's okay. Whatever you want, <laughs> you both for. I'll go. I'll go first. Go for it. I think so. If Jordan didn't tell you or gave you any background about myself, I um, I'm a big soccer guy. I grew up playing soccer. Oh. Soccer was my passion. Okay. Ended up right now. I'm working for a professional soccer team, uh, doing Whoa. public okay. relations and social media, and mm -hmm. I love it. It's awesome. It's exactly my first step of where I wanted to go. I'm in the right industry and I'm in the right place. But my ultimate goal to in my career my career wise is to be a general manager of, of a soccer team 
Uh, got it. Lofty, lofty, Mike. but you yeah. know, again, you know, you got no, set, no, no. You know, you got to no, set a goal. You got, yeah, yeah. dude, yeah. you got to set a goal and chase it with with every inch of you. Plus, you know what? It tells me that you absolutely love the the industry in order for you to do that as well. You know what I mean? Because yeah. here you are. You're not only you always would have wanted to be around soccer. That's yeah. what it sounds like to me. You're yeah, right. Yeah, hundred um, <laughs> percent. Yeah, and and it's and honestly. You know, it's it's so cool. If you ever picked up a tennis racket, I just want to say this. Soccer players, man, we all we always make the best tennis players. You know? Yeah. So it, yeah. I it can, really does. I can think about kids that I've played soccer with throughout the years that have also played tennis and that. Yeah. A lot a lot actually. Yeah. 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 Uh, actually, you know, my, my thing is um my, my doubles partner actually, funny enough, he was on uh, uh United States Davis Cup for soccer. No uh, way. Davis Cup for soccer. Yeah. He actually was wow. kicking butt. He got he got invited at all the stuff. He was doing so much, and all of a sudden, um, he broke. Uh, I mean, oh, show you what amazing what a character this wonderful person is. Um, he broke his ankle. Um, and it was just he never got really injured, and then that was the injury. And what a, a great great fighter because he not only did he get back and he tried really hard and this and that and he you know a lot of guys they break an ankle and they don't walk straight the same way right yeah. this this son of a gun can run beautifully and and do amazing things um but yeah soccer is the reason why he can he can play so beautifully yeah his take, movement you know it, it takes a lot of character to come back from a serious injury yes. like that seriously really 100 percent, 100 percent. yeah and, and the guy you know just want to touch up on him as well as he not only did he do happen like that and i i, I hope I, he doesn't mind me saying this but um he also lost his father that god rest his soul that passed uh, away as well at the same time so it yeah. was one of those moments that i like oh dude seriously what else man you know yeah. when it rains it pours you know? double punch. yeah you're right you're absolutely right but on a positive note it also affected him that he also started to appreciate his mother so much he started to be so you know he, he's he started to learn about like he got into shaolin kung fu and became a disciple and learned about his body and how he, you know, he can never get that injury again. Now he jumps over nets like nothing, you know? So it, it's amazing how that gets to be like that. That's cool, man. That's really cool. I'm sorry. Uh, what's your, just when to jump that? in real oh. quick. I'm so sorry. Zach, did you say double fault? I said double punch. Oh, okay. I think it's a double fall. Maybe like a yeah. tennis pun. I'm like, wait, what the? That, what that? Did you just say? <laughs> okay, no, I'm sorry. You, you I just heard it wrong. No, like, no, no. Wait, it's okay. What did you just say? <laughs> okay. Wait, well, right. you know, you know. Yeah, you never say that to a tennis player ever. I would no, never. I, I would fall. never. How dare you? <laughs> but you know okay, what? sorry. <laughs> well, anyway, actually, when you said. When you said double punch, I swear to God, I thought Mortal Kombat. You know what I mean? Like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, or yeah. Tekken, you know? Yeah. I'm a, I used to be a gamer, so I'm like, oh, dude. <laughs> you know? But, yeah, that's actually – okay, so when is that your goal? Like, when is the – and within a five-year frame, that's what you see yourself, right? Oh, no, no. Five-year, five year, I see myself being a director of communications for a separate apartment uh, – department, sorry, separate department. Okay. So. So kind Got of being it. the lead there, and then okay. probably another four or five years after that, start. To Does it need any? Do you need any an, uh, an extra educational setup to to achieve that goal? I'm already like you, and whatnot. You don't need it a hundred percent, but I'm planning on they just going Good to go for it. Good for you. Um, I'd say my other goal, just in life general, is I always tell people this, and it's just kind of like what I want to be about is that when I, you know, when I eventually. Uh, you know, go, I want to 
be remembered as great and everything if it'd be a husband a friend brother. a brother a brother. son brother. like that's mm-hmm. my big thing i just want to be remembered being a great person in general being nice yeah. and all that good stuff a great co-host yeah yeah, yeah. hey dude i'm you well, know this was both our we both came up with the idea and i'm here to helping us both achieve achieve this goal of ours yeah you see isn't that amazing how when you have a good team like a good group you know, and they and they inspire each other. All of us inspire each other in order to progress. It really shows you. You know, we're on this one beautiful planet together, and we all can learn from each other. Couldn't agree more. Yeah, it's right. unbelievable what and we can do. Beautiful. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so now we have that. Now, Jordan, step in and say what you enjoy. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> well, short term. I want to pay my rent next month. <laughs> That's my big goal. <laughs> um, yeah. Got to get that done. Oh, God. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. For 2020, I have a lot of goals. I want to grow the podcast, uh-huh. obviously. Um, I paint, like I mentioned to you before. Yep. Uh, so I want to get more into that and develop that some more. Um, and just sort of find myself uh, as much as possible. Um I know I've been in Los Angeles uh, about a year now, and uh, I'm definitely on the right track, I think. Um, right. Just the more uh, exploring I can do internally and externally, uh, the better. Um, well, it shows you you're courageous, too, because for you to come from another state and come over here and take the risk, you know, you know, with us crazy Californians, you know, I mean, <laughs> you really, you know, it, it takes a lot of risk for you to actually go out there and, and take the initiative you know thank you it really does yeah well this is not the first time i've been uh i've lived out of state uh i've actually lived Mm -hmm. in virginia when i was 19 Mm -hmm. i moved out of new jersey to virginia Mm -hmm. completely by myself Uh, but that's the story for another day um no we want to know now no (laughs) that that would take me so long to explain it we definitely will we definitely Mm -hmm. will we'll get to Mm -hmm. that i promise um good good so learning from the mistakes i made there bringing them over here and uh just learning as much as I possibly can doing the podcast uh, definitely helps with that too. Um, well, uh, you know, I, I want to just throw in something that, you know, for the listeners to know about, and I hope, you know, again, you can finish this anytime <laughs> you like, um, you know, with, with Jordan, you know, I have to give high level props. That's why I really connect with Jordan because of that. It's because, you know, his moral compass, you know, he has to do things that has purpose. He's got to have purpose. And if, Somebody of his, you know, past employer, and if it didn't work out in that kind of format that didn't have the, the correct ethics, if you will, he will stand up and say something. And he will put that first before logic. <laughs> uh, but no, it's that level of helping. And you know, Sorry. Uh, no, no, I'm joking. But, no, yeah, that's... Is, you know, <laughs> it, it's very critical to see that you have such a moral compass in order to understand that you have a strong character. You know, you really do. And and that's something that, you know, hey, you know me. You know how I am. I'm very, you know, Zach doesn't know me from a can of beans, but uh, you will. Uh, but, you know, the beauty of it is that, you know, I, I can't lie to save my life. I'll just say the truth. And I don't know how I have so many friends. I really have no clue. You know, because I'm always there for them no matter what. But at the same time, I always say the truth. You can always ask me a question and I will tell you. You know, um, so I think that's uh, why you have so many friends. People yeah, appreciate that. You know what? It, it, At least I hope. I, I hope so too. But it, it, the the you know proof is in the pudding kind of thing. I do have a lot of friends. Yeah. You know, and my my girlfriend hasn't yeah. found a place to bury me yet. So you know, it must be. <laughs> 
must be a reason for you know for that but i think the beauty of it too is like you know when you have that moral compass and you know where your direction is you know that that's i think is, is a very strong point for you know um for jordan to do this and to continue having that don't don't ever lose that you know and i could see why you know you guys connected in my opinion i think would be cool if jordan if you start picking up the habit that of uh of zach of like you know hey i gotta i want to be looked upon as a person that wants to, to always have given my best, have always looked upon, you know, because you obviously have that, obviously, because it comes connects with your with your moral compass. You know what I mean? It's that level of you got to live with yourself at the end of the day and you got to give your best. It's just the way yeah. it is, you know? Um, yeah. It's, it, it, see, wait, I'll, I'll tell you a funny story. Okay. Now, this part you really can edit if you like. Okay. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> um, because my girlfriend looked at me like, Oli, that is the meanest thing. But, you know, um, I thought it was high, you know, respect and honor. So you can perceive it where you like it. Um, okay. Now, obviously, you know, my license plate. Well, I don't know if I should tell my license plate what it says or I'll be tracked somewhere. But let's just say I'm very highly We can bleep it out. Thank you. Yeah. I'm very highly competitive. And I train my students to be highly competitive as well. You know, not disrespectfully, but to win. You know, like to give your opponent um, the highest level of respect by giving them 100%. You know, that's how you give your best is giving your opponent your best. Right. You know, Absolutely. and I remember, right. And I remember playing this guy, I was playing at Glendale College and this guy comes in and I'm not joking. And I have high level praise for him. He had, he had no left arm, no left arm. And he made, oh, the tennis man. Team. he made the tennis team. Right. I mean, I give him high level props. Wow. He would literally put the ball on the racket with his right hand and he would chuck the ball up by tossing it up with the racket and then hitting the serve. And my girlfriend asked me, like, well, what happened? I was like, well, I destroyed him. And all of a sudden she went, whoa, that was the meanest thing. Oh, my God, blah, 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 right? And I went, no, 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 wait, wait. Before you take it and run to the left, let me just tell you something. The highest level of respect I gave to my opponent was to give my best to him, you know, because he deserved the honor of the best competition we could play together, you know? And I right. Yeah. That, Treating him as an equal. Yes, 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 yes. Because that's what he was. Because, you know, it, it's very critical to have that level of, of respecting yourself at the end of the day. So it's the same, you know, as I was saying with Zach, I mean, like, that personality trait is fantastic. You know, I can connect with that. As you guys have talked to me for a little, you know, for a while now, like, you know, I'm not going to, I'm, I have to give my best. I have to. Uh, yeah. You know, it's just the way it is. I mean, like I've taken my real estate licensing, my tests. I had an 88%, wait, was it 89% on one test? It irks the crap out of me because all the other <laughs> ones were I know, and I'm like, oh my God, how dare you, you sick son of a, you know, like, but hey, you know what? I got to live with that. <laughs> but that giving your best, you got to, you got to take that. You got to take that. So if we were in high school together, yeah. <laughs> I don't know yeah. if we'd be friends because no. if we were in high school together, I would be the person, <laughs> you'd be the person getting A's on all the tests and you yeah. get pissed off if you get these 89s, yep. 88s. Yep. And I'm all sitting over here with my 60s, 65s, yeah. like, this, well, this uh, Dude, you weren't that bad. You Okay, you want to hear something crazy? Watch this. I'll never forget one of my buddies. Oh my god, this is funny. He comes over, and you know, I didn't have any family, so really, to be honest with you, other family members from my friends became like my family. And you know, so it, it didn't do well with my friends. Who were like the parents were like, "Why don't you be like Sanad? Why don't you like this?" And I'm like, "Oh, please, you're not helping me." You know, I mean, like just. Just let, you know, whatever. But I'll never forget to look at my friend and he has some, you know, cannabis, pot, whatever you want to call it. And 
he's hiding it in his speaker. And I looked at him and I went, dude, you're flunking science, but look at you. You're like freaking creative and like a little MacGyver over <laughs> here and hiding, you know, in the speaker. And, and here I am getting A's, but you're doing this. Like, what is wrong with you, dude? You got to step up. So I think I would have inspired you because I was one of the kind of guys that was, it was, I was a little of the odd cat. No, I had a lot of friends, but the level of, I was, the, the you know, the, the, the jocks never hanged out with the nerds, right? You know, sure. nerds, you know, all this stuff, right? I was one of those that had friends all over. So I would go and get my A's, but at the same time, you know, I was in chess club. I ain't going to lie. You know, kind of, <laughs> not saying it proudly, but hey, I was. Um, and I won too. Um, and then also, you know, I was all with the jocks as well because I was in, um, in high school. I was undefeated MVP uh, number one in that, you know. And then after that, I also was playing Dungeons and Dragons, man. You know, so I, I was... Never leave a child by himself, especially as a genius. It just is the worst thing to do. And I was left alone because nobody was home. And I was, I, I was an entrepreneur. I would always sell candy and whatever. And I got into computers. So I got into computers and I picked up, bought my own computer setup and put it up, put everything through. And I'm a code breaker. I love codes. I love patterns. I love Rubik's Cubes. And all of a sudden, I didn't have money, right? So because I paid for that. Hey, I wanted video games. So what I did was I got onto you know some video games and I found a site. Won't say what. This is all hypothetical, by the way. Just want to throw this out there. Uh, this is all in my imagination. Want to throw this? Out there. Uh, so all of a sudden, you know, I, I yeah, this started... is all a legend. Yes, allegedly. <laughs> yes, not a legend. Allegedly. Yes. Right, I, know. Right. I I you know found ways how to get into uh, well somebody found a way how to get into the system <laughs> and all of a sudden downloaded it into the main disc took it from there copied it to the secondary and i went to school went to school and my friend goes oh my well a lot of friends that went oh my god how'd you get this game this is unbelievable oh my god it's not even on the market yet and i went want to buy it and a business was born you know and all of a sudden no I had, like oh, yeah, i had so much money and my mother comes up and she goes I'm a kid and I have all this big, you know, it was all, you know, I, obviously it's not me. I'm talking about somebody else, but that person had a lot of money. <laughs> right. right? <laughs> and all of a sudden they look and it's like, oh my gosh, she looked at me and she goes, how'd you get that? This person, dumb as an ass, goes, oh, my mommy's paying attention to me. First time. Woohoo. And told her everything. Right. She leaves, talks to one of her friends who's a cop, one of her boyfriends was a cop. And I learned what kinetic energy was all about. <laughs> I learned oh, my God. head. Oh, no. Tennis ball. Oof. But so on the bright side, I collected all those trophies because I was shoved out. She never trusted me in the house. <laughs> I was like, you are going to go outside. You are someone else's problem. Go, go, child. You know? But what it did for me was it showed me of how you, know, you could be so creative. You could use your, your talents in so many different ways you know, if you just push your talents. Now, if, if my future children do this, I swear to God, I'm thinking, okay, cybersecurity. Um, let's find out what you can do about, you know, building up this, you know, computer science, getting a degree in this. Let, let's move. Let's progress at this. You know, let's strengthen it instead of like, yeah. you know, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing about that. You know, because the, the thing about you guys, which I really like, and that's something I'll be doing as well, is it's all about self-progression. You know, it's all about self-progression, right? That, right? Yeah. So that could mean by health. That could mean by business, you know, finances. Um, it could mean, you know, relationship-wise, 
you know, because I know, you know, uh, Jordan, you know, is, is single. So you might, Zach, you might have to help him with this. Oh, I am um, also single, so I'm in the same boat. <laughs> oh, Unfortunately. Am I the only one? Yeah. <laughs> I'm in an endangered species over here. So. <laughs> just don't want to be tied down, you know, that's exactly. all it is. Like, no. <laughs> oh, man. You're doing Saturday night funny. so much. <laughs> oh, okay, actually, I'm going to touch up on this. Check this out. Um, I was... Before I went to UCLA, I was at Glenda College, right? Mm-hmm. As I was, I was playing for the tennis team. And um, I didn't, I had no money. My family didn't, you know, I had nobody. So I had just me. And I was thinking, how am I going to pay for these books, right? And I had a lot of women friends, thank God, who taught me very well. I was very fortunate that they were very, very loving and teaching. Um, and I'm sure I they were. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, actually, you know what? I had so many. Oh God, this is wrong to say this, but I had so many women at parties that would go up and take me to drive to learn how to drive a stick shift. I still didn't learn how to drive a stick shift for the longest time. Just want to say that. Uh, man, women are tricky. But no, uh, what I was going to say is actually I was very fortunate to have a lot of women friends in college, and they were all time like you know it started off with one woman coming up and saying, "Hey, I wish you know my boyfriend was like you." And I was like, well, you know, that's oh my God. You guys, right? <laughs> and I went, well, you got a boyfriend. That's not happening. And he goes, well, I mean, can you maybe teach my boyfriend? And what happened was, it wow. one, then it started to two and three and four. And then all of a sudden, I, I not only I started teaching guys how to be great around women. No and way. And it started to become, yeah, I swear to you. And, and it was interesting because it, it showed, you know, like in the situation I started to learn, like I'll, I'll give an example. Um. Most guys will go out there and pick up uh, beautiful, you know, flowers or whatever it may be, but on a special occasion, right? So, you know, this wonderful woman, this this queen that's there is taking this and going, wait a minute, I'm expecting it already. But what if you keep the relationship spontaneous and you never let her know? Say, for an example, you go out there and you pick up a wall bouquet and next time a red roses, the next time, you know, mix it up a little. So she never knows and don't bring it on a day that's as expected. Do it on another day. Right. Another thing, too, is like, for an example, which I really believe in this is, say, for an example, you go as a couple and you go into a grocery into a a jewelry store. Right. And two things are going to happen. One is she sees something her pupils dilate back and forth and she loves it. Right. Well, now you have a choice. A, be the butthead and walk away. (laughs) okay, (laughs) or or B, buy it. Right. Those are the two. Well, my theory was something different. Mine way was, wait a minute. What if. You leave and all of a sudden you come back later that day and you buy it. And when you buy it, you hide it for a couple of days. And then all of a sudden, within a couple of days, you bring it to her and you go, here you go. And all of a sudden she'll look at you and go, oh, my God, how did you know? I'm like, beautiful. I pay attention. I knew you liked it. You see, and she feels special. You see what I'm saying? She feels special. Well, that's in a nutshell. But the idea is I paid for my books and then some. So it was interesting <laughs> to see, you know, it really, it was amazing. I it literally paid for my books and I was able to awesome. go to school, you know. Yeah, wow. but it did show me of how, you know, so I could teach you guys. <laughs> Join the, the level of love of, of relationships. Yeah, take notes, fellas. <laughs> yeah, actually, wait. Um, oh my God, it's so bad. I want to make a joke about Jordan, but this is. No, okay, no, please do. encourage. It's okay. Please do. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you sure? Yes, okay. yes. Okay. Let it so, fire away. Okay. Okay, I'm going to say it. So remember, edit me. Okay, oh so check this out. I think so, I already know what you're going to say. This will not be <laughs> yes, edited. Yes, banana? I, I call it oh the banana story. God, yes. Yeah. Okay, okay. So Zach, this is hilarious. I got to so, hear this one. I didn't know. 
I didn't know Jordan was, you know, single, right? Oh my and then my face is exactly- being red right now. <laughs> I got it. Oh. It was so funny. It was so funny. All of a sudden, we're like having a coffee, enjoying ourselves, getting to know about business and progress and goals, right? Very focused, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, and I'm a person that whether I like it or not, I memorize everything. I see every, I, I just can't help it. A photographic memory. So I, I just see things automatic. So all of a sudden, whether I like it or not, and all of a sudden, I look, we're talking, and all of a sudden, I see Jordan change. And I'm like, what the, what the heck is wrong with this guy, right? I mean, he's like, you know, this is a little odd, right? So I'm like, ooh, ooh, I want to know why, right? So I turn around to see what he's staring at, and I see this woman walking by, which I understand. She had, like, this flowing dress with a, a side cut to the side, you know, one of those uh, flowing, like a summer dress kind of a look. Yeah, yeah. And having a banana oh my God. going into her oh mouth. My... And I look over at yeah. Jordan, and I'm like... So, I mean, I just, right? And I'm looking at him like, going, hey, so you're single, yeah? <laughs> was it that awkward? You know? It was so funny. And, and all I could think in my head was, oh my God, this is hilarious. Because, you know, <laughs> and I even, I think I told you, I'm like, dude, don't look that desperate. Slow it down a little. Slow it down. Reel it in. You Reel see in. a very attractive girl yes. in a nice flowy dress walking by yes. and she's eating a banana. Yeah. I'm sorry. Sue me. I looked at her. Oh, <laughs> and, and you know, the funny part is she looked right at us while she shoved the banana right in my mouth. And I was like, oh, and I turned away because <laughs> I'm like, okay, got to yeah. go for it. Hey. But it was so funny that she, she knew what she was doing, but in a playful way. But it was so funny because my first impression was Jordan doesn't have a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first thing I did. I'm like, oh, Jordan, do not worry, my friend. We will work you. <laughs> you <know? laughs> Jesus. I promise you. Yeah, it was, it was so funny. But I, I I'll never forget that. Or another oh, one was, we went to, what a coincidence, another coffee shop. This is interesting. <laughs> this is interesting. And the one that came in to help us, remember that? Yes. Yep. And and all of a sudden, his eyes got glued to, what, the spandex or some pants kind of thing? And I was kind of like, oh, okay, now I know where you – and so I obviously stopped talking because it's a waste of energy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let her walk. I by. mean, let it sorry, I'm attracted to attractive <laughs> girls. I'm sorry. No, there's nothing wrong with that. Hey, it's a listen, blessing and a I, curse. You could be ashamed of yourself. Yeah, dude. you know what? My, <laughs> my, my <laughs> yeah. girlfriend, yeah. you know what? You know what's funny? My girlfriend makes jokes. She goes, Ali or Sanad, you were a, a hoe. And I'm like, what do you mean I was a hoe? Yeah. Yeah, right? My girlfriend's very straightforward. And all of a sudden she goes, yeah. Because, you know, remember, I have the energy of a four-year-old. And I didn't have a PlayStation. I blame PlayStation because uh, I was dating a lot. I was dating like six to seven women a week. Very straightforward, though. I was always telling them, like, hey, Damn, you know. Six flags. Yeah, six or seven. You know, absolutely. Always was. Always. Because, you know, when I was teaching guys in, in school, the thing about it was a man has external stimulation. A woman has internal and external stimulation. So the idea is a woman has enjoys it way more than a man does. And it seems as if the guy only wants it. But re- realistically speaking, a woman enjoys it so much more. The reality of it is that the man has to just know how to make that woman just, you know, climax to the highest level and just have that level of like, oh, my God, you, dear fellow, are a drug. And then they'll, she'll keep coming back to you because that's why I never understood one night stands. I never did. Never understood. I've only had of all the women I've been around with, I've only had one one night stand, which I shouldn't have done. But life is life, you know, um, but. All the other ones was always always more. It's like thirty day nightstands. <laughs> so it became Jesus. Yeah, it was yeah because you can always have fun. You when you know the person what they like, you then proceed to understand how to 
how to play the game, if you will, between two sexual, wonderful objects, loving each other and playing with each other. It becomes much more exciting. You know, it gets to be enjoyable when you know, like one woman doesn't. Okay. One might enjoy having tangerines put all over her body and, and gets to turn into a human plate. Another one might want, like, I remember having, <laughs> you, you see what I'm saying? I mean, you can go any way with this, man. I'm just picturing all the tangerines. Oh, oh, wow. wow. <laughs> hey, that's, that's how I get my fruit. No. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, but you can change it and put broccoli on there if you like, just to make sure you get your vegetables too. But actually, um, and I remember, you know, oh, this, geez. please edit this because this is between us guys. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but, you know, sure. yeah, because I don't mean disrespect to women. I treat them like queens. I have a big belief of a man, a woman is, is a rose and the man is a gardener. He always is constantly watering and taking care of the rose because she is that beautiful that deserves that. You know, the, the theory of you treat a woman like a queen, she'll treat you like a king. I believe in that. It's not like you treat a woman like crap and she's going to treat you like a king. Really? And what world do you live in? Because that's not going to happen. You know, so it, it's that kind of same concept, you know, and you find out what connections to a woman enjoys, you know, and, and a woman I dated and she was a little wild, right? And I, if I'm too forward, just tell me to stop. Okay. Cause we're guys. So I'm going to talk to you guys. There's um, no way we're going to cut yeah. you off. You, know, <laughs> okay, you just, just you just, yeah, there's okay. no way. Okay. So, I, I was, my dad was in my special shops. So I was trained with knives, you know, blah, blah, blah. So anyways, all of a sudden, um, <laughs> I, I tied her up. She was loving that. And all of a sudden her pleasure was to take a knife and cut off the lingerie piece by piece. And that was her pleasure. Now, did I do that? Yes, I did. You know, I made, <laughs> yes, I did. You know, I was like, Hey, when she, you know, I found out what it was. I honestly will tell you point blank. I was like, okay, you want this lingerie cut sideways or straight through? You know, kind of yeah. like I was making sure, <laughs> oh my God. you know, whatever works, boom, bah. you know, and that's the, I think the beauty of, of, you know, growth of relationship and, and uh, not even relationship, just sexual relationship. It's just the, the pleasure of that. The fun part is when you get into a real sexual relationship and a friendship parole together. And that's when it's magnificent. That's when you know the person's going to be there with you thick or thin you know yeah absolutely yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm i don't mean to laugh i'm just thinking <laughs> no like, it's funny we yeah, get here wait he has to start goals for the podcast <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking about cutting and that's why off. we're saying edit me no i'm, <laughs> still, no, I'm no. still thinking about the tangerines i don't know about you oh dude <laughs> oh <laughs> god do you know it's funny my my girlfriend razzes me till this day she goes i still haven't seen the <laughs> now i'm like because everyone's different okay i'm not gonna just roll with that you know some women like to come a sister and some don't you know it's just and i'm not saying which one's bad or which one's worse or actually i love my queen i have more fun with her than any woman i've ever been in my life but it is funny of how you go through a certain situation and you're going man you can have so much fun oh my god i want to tell you a funny story that happened but I have to be, it's more adult oriented. Again, I can't believe I'm telling you guys while I'm being recorded. <laughs> no, it's, it's, don't even worry about it because we can always, you know, play around with it. So, yeah, watch me listen to it later. To... <laughs> watch me listen to it later. And I'm like, and then let me tell you another sexual endeavor. Right <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, I didn't mean that. You know, my girlfriend's looking at me like, oh. So I see. Oh, <laughs> um, oh God, she's a queen though. You know, and it's funny. I had a, um, a wonderful lady comes up to me and says, wow, you have such a beautiful radio voice. And I think that's a compliment. I, maybe I'm gullible, but I just think she's not flirting with me. I'm just thinking 
that she's just being friendly, you know, and respectful. I'm like, oh, thank you. I'm actually going to be trying a podcast in, in within a couple of days. My girlfriend obviously is not thinking this whatsoever, you know, and she looks over and she goes, he's my man. No. Okay. He's taken, he's mine, mine, mine. Ooh, did I tell you? Mine. And I'm like, okay, beautiful. You know, so it, it's interesting how one woman may look at it one way and another one looks at another, you know, but I think that's the beauty of relationships. I think it grows that kind of love uh, connections, you know? So anyway. Yeah. Why? And the beauty of perspective. Yeah. Well, between oh, you and your girlfriend seeing it. Absolutely. Completely. Absolutely. Because that's what gives it that level of, of pure, you know, uh, fun of being together. We honestly, I am, you know, it, for both of us, you know, we been together for such a long time now and the longest relationship I've ever been in. And she, you know, her and I goof off to this day, but it's, it's actually why, if you don't mind me asking, why aren't you guys like, you know, boom, but you guys are great guys. You seem like it. Um, why aren't you guys uh, not taken and enjoying the beauties of a, of a, a woman's uh, love and, and interest. I got too much love to give for uh, one woman to handle. So, you know, that's me. So you've been, so you've been in prison, have you? No, I'm joking. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, joking, he please joking, joking, joking. I'm joking. joking. Sorry. That's, I had to play no, with that. That's funny. That's it's funny. encouraged on the show. <laughs> I still had to get you back about the, the tangerine and how you, you cut it. You see what I'm about, oh, I'm Fair. You. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all right. Fair. Yeah. So what about you, Zach? Why haven't you gone out and said, hola, and, um, and met a wonderful, beautiful woman? You know, I go out almost uh, at least once a week, every, every weekend, usually Saturdays. Okay. And, you know, I have some success. I think it's just, I, I'm just really focused on me right now. I'm finding myself, I think. Building up your goals. Yeah. 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 yeah and, I, you know, Smart. I think just like finding who I am, you know, I still, I think I still have a lot left to do, you know, to find who I am exactly. And I think I'd rather figure that out before I commit to anybody. So translation, translation. Yeah. He has no game. He has. Oh, or I can look at it another way. It's all booty calls, all the time. <laughs> no, God, they like all. The time. No, actually, what the other thing I say is, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It could go either way. Um, but you know, I think it's it's interesting is when you find a mate that actually is, which is hard, by the way, very difficult, is when you are looking out and finding a person that wants to be with you and encourages you. You know, not to to fail, but to succeed as a team. That's very difficult to find. You know, some of the, the times that you find women that are very, like they absorb you, you know, and then they want to change you. Not saying all women, obviously, because mm -hmm. that's not my style. I'm never going to say that because yeah. I'll never generalize. Women are amazing. Um, but the idea of when you see that, I can see where you're coming from. Meaning build your own brand, your 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 empire, and then have, you know, Right? Yeah. I mean, that's no, one no, way of looking at it. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You know, another side too is, is when the woman is actually building that empire with her. That's also beautiful because yeah. you know she was there, right, for anything. Like an example, um, it's going to sound very arrogant of me, and I'm not meaning it that way. But I, I always get a lot of um, women that hit on me and, you know, per day kind of a thing. And I'll tell you, when my girlfriend looked at me when she was going through a tough time, she's like, why not go after them? You know, why haven't you? And I'm like, because they weren't there when I went through the most difficult times of my life. You know, that they just don't fulfill me that way because my woman is the one that fulfills me. You're the one. She's the one, you know. So it, it building that empire for her, for our future kids, that's exciting to me. 
She's sitting yeah. right next to you, isn't she? No, actually, she's not. She's working. <laughs> know, I'm just you know what she's doing? Do you know? No, no, I know. You know what I was going to say is she actually, I give her massive props because I'm a hard, hard worker. She actually has, as of right now, and I'm not kidding, three jobs and goes to school. Why? Wow. Because we're trying to put our money together so we can buy a house or, excuse me, a, four, a two-plex or a four-plex. You know, that's that, you know, or a condominium and rent out the rooms, like I was saying. Right. You know, it, it's it's very, you know, still staying within the residential uh, loan market for 3.5% down, you know, for the first homeowner type setup. So bitch, that's why she's working because not a lot of people take action. That's the sad part. You know, I was listening to uh, a podcast today, actually, while I was doing my training. And all of a sudden, you know, the individual said, you know, how many people are getting into real estate, right? And I'm going to read as much as I can. I'm going to go to as, pay thousands of dollars to seminars and do this, do this, do this. But I'm not going to be able to, you know, uh, they don't do it, you know. And, yep. and it's, it's, so it's, it's, it's interesting. It's very, you know, uh, I'll tell you a funny story. Um, I was doing the real estate investing internship, right, with another guy. And he's a great, great guy. I mean, we razz each other left, right, and center. It's funny. Uh, but anyways, he asked me, he goes, hey, Ali, you know, or Sanad, um, why, what do you have that, you know, like, what do you think about me? Like, in, you know, in a business standpoint. And I said, you want the truth because I'm a horrible liar. I'll just tell you the truth. He goes, yes. That's why I'm asking you. Absolutely, I want the truth. I'm like, okay. And I said, you drive me crazy. And he said, how do you, how I drive you crazy? And I said, because, see, when you look at, see, for an example, as a metaphor, you look at a pool. And you want to jump in. I want to know exactly how deep the water is before I jump in in order to know exactly how to exit. I mean, I want to know more details about it. He'll just jump in and crack. If you crack your head open, you know, in a shallow end or if it's in the deep end, you will do it. You don't even think about it. You just do it. And it, it was interesting because, you know, he showed me that taking the initiative sometimes is 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 so critical that, you know, it's very important to have it that action, taking action. But as he said it perfectly, it's like, Ali, Sanad, you're going to be able to do more success than I would, but you'll take longer to do it. And he was and he's right, because I think that's what's causing the progression, you know. So I'm glad you guys took the initiative because very few people do, you know, very few people do. I feel like that's the biggest difference between I mean, you said it mostly you hit, hit the nail on the head. People who are successful and people who aren't mm -hmm. is just the lack of doing yeah. the lack of action. Mm -hmm. Um I mean, we're by no means professionals at this, so I'm not saying like we're any good, you know. But you don't uh, even know about tangerines, man. We... No, I'm joking. <laughs> joking, joking. Yeah. <laughs> I know about joking, tangerines. Joking. Boy, let me tell you. you will net both of you will never walk into a grocery store the same way again. Just want to say, I, I, I won't sure. for sure. Oh my that's god, sure. I'll never eat oh, another tangerine man. in my life. No, you're supposed <laughs> to eat more tangerines. Buy them with a big pack. No, <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm gonna have god. to switch up the fruit. No, come on. <laughs> okay, oh, or I go to broccoli. Trying to say creativity. <laughs> or go to broccoli, like you suggested. Zach, Zach is more of a banana guy <laughs> banana or oh. eggplants. <laughs> no comment. No Got comment. me, dude. Wow. <laughs> oh my god, I'm exposed. Just Cucumber, anyone? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's another good one for Zach. Oh, I like those kind oh, of though, so, uh, Oh, see, he's oh, abusive. Man. You see how it is? <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> oh, my God. So funny. Do you guys have any more questions that you like to ask? You know, uh, I, mean, I think we have one. Each. Are you sure? 
Yeah. Social security numbers. How many times a day? I mean, yeah. You can ask anything. Uh, so my next question is, uh, what's the last four digits here? <laughs> yes. Thank you. So if you could and have any pin number. number in the world, what would it be? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you. Um, I think my last question is more about how you're, you know, you like inspiring others. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if it's in when you're coaching, coaching tennis to your, to your mentees, what's like the one overall and most important message you want to send to them? Not only for tennis itself, but for any type is that you have to, that's why I've noticed that all my, my students, thankfully have the ability of all progressing, even not only in tennis, but other things in life. And what I would tell you is this, don't, don't worry about making a mistake. Be afraid of only one thing is not improvising. Make the mistake. It's fine with me. Make the mistake twice. Nah, it's not cool. You make it three times, and I'm making you chocolate. You know, yeah. chocolate brown with chocolate laxative in it. You know, I, I'm not happy. With that. Oh my god! You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, and, I, and I'm hiding. And I'm hiding the toilet paper too. So don't think I'm gonna. Not make it easy, yeah. you know? So come on. Um, but the truth of the matter is, you have to have that level of improvising. I, I, you know, the reason how my players are, or how as a coach, as as a teacher, how I always had it was the the strength of, of for myself was. To always understand that mistakes are going to be made. The problem here is that so many individuals will make the same constant mistake again and again and never improvise. And that's the sad, in my opinion, that's the saddest part. You know, you'll see it again and again in everything in life from guys, women to are dating and they meet the same people again and again, but in a different body. You know, mm-hmm. and he's like, wow, they're getting through the same abusive male, the same abusive uh, female. It's not supposed to be that way. Well, that's how I train my students. If you make a mistake and 75 mistakes, mistakes come from the net. 25 mistakes, uh, percent of the mistakes come from the baseline. Why are you shortening your follow through and going into the net? Of course, you're going to dump it in the net. Which, come on, let's let's look logically here. You, you know, the ball will tell you a story. You just have to listen. Right. It will never lie to you. If the ball goes in the net, you made it. You changed your mechanics. So that's how I teach my students and in everything in life is to always improvise because it will never go the same way you want it. You always have to improvise. While other players want to play perfect, I train you guys to improvise and progress no matter what. I love that. That's that's a great lesson. That was a good question, Zach. Appreciate that. Hopefully the next time out in California, we can actually be face-to-face. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and the beauty of it too is, you know, we'll see we're, you know, Jordan and I have a really great luck. When picking great coffee shops with beautiful women, as I noticed, so <laughs> you know, um, we'll definitely have to take you out to another coffee shop because I know Jordan's going to be focused on the situation. Oh, hand, of you know? Okay, wait. Okay, okay. I need to just take a time out here. I'm being painted as a sexual predator, and that couldn't be farther from the truth. I appreciate, I appreciate a good-looking girl, and and I'm sorry if I. So wait, 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 wait. Can, do, me, do me a favor. Uh, just like you would, now. like you would ask for one like this. More cream, please. You know, in your pocket. Yeah. You got- oh, God, <laughs> that is exactly how he sounds. Oh my God. Hey, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You got to change your tone of voice, man. <laughs> Come on. No, oh, look, I'll try it. I'll joking. try it next time. No. <laughs> all, you know what? In all respect to you know, just want to say this to all the wonderful individuals out there. God willing, I'll just tell you what. We're all goofballs. We're all joking around. You know, Jordan is an amazing, an amazing person, you know, as, as we all know, Zach is wonderful as well. So just to say that, you know, I'm not trying to paint, you know, Jordan, I'm just like uh, giving him a hard time. That's all I'm doing. Just having a little place. <laughs> and fun. look, I mean, that's a- I happen to be free on Friday night. I mean, I'm just putting it out there. I'm just saying I don't have any plans. But, and and, and uh, remember, just it out there. 
and and the directions to the West Hollywood location is no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah. No, but the truth is, I'm joking. Oh, obviously, man. I'm joking. But you know what? You he's a great guy. Good catch. Seems like a wonderful gentleman. Really trying his best, and he always has a belief of of progressing. You know, and and having that ethics. Like I said, his character is strong. So you know. Okay, I can't lie anymore. I'm sorry. Uh, breaking my heart. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, wow, I really appreciate the endorsement. I'm joking. I was waiting for it. <laughs> no, no. Uh, no, but, funny. you know, like I said, you, you guys have been awesome. I mean, you know, um, I'm still waiting for that one more question that you were talking about. Yeah. So knowing what you know now in this moment in time and this moment in your life, Ooh, okay. what is one piece of advice you would give your 18-year-old self? Ooh. Um. Well, first off, I would say run from the house no matter what. Um, don't don't try to uh, understand and try to make a family. Just run. Leave the vicinity and change. Um, but actually, to be honest with you, I think the, the thing that I, I learned that I could tell myself is, fortunately, unfortunately, I was able to accomplish a lot of things in my life in a short period of time. Like I used to be a lead bouncer at a Russian nightclub. I used to, I mean, I've really done a lot of things in my life, thankfully. And, you know, from, from UCLA and all this stuff. And every time that I was able to achieve things, I was always, uh, family always took me out of that. You know, my mother was very, you know, like I said, very uh, destructive and she didn't want to see me succeed. So if I was at a full scholarship on a tennis academy, which I was, you know, kicking uh, butt and winning and doing unbelievably well. And I was picturing tennis magazine for their advertisement for like eight plus years. Uh, she pulled me out of that. Or when I went to UCLA, I was, I was a straight A student. I got pulled out of school within a year, you know? So what I would tell myself is no, she doesn't have your, your, your back. She'll burn you step up, focus on your goals, achieve your goals. You know, it's game time. You know, don't, don't hold back your talent because you, I, I too many times held my talent back because I felt like, well, I don't want to, you know, try too much because I feel like it was, it was just too, it was easier for me to focus and achieve goals. Now I realize I'm like, no, that's not my fault. That's a, that's a blessing, not a curse, you know? So as of right now, that's what I tell myself, cause that's what I'm doing right now. I'm not holding myself back. It's unlimited potential. Nobody could tell me anything different. If someone tells me you're too skinny, too fat, too old, too young, I don't care. I don't care because I'm going after the goal. So that's what I would say about that. You know, no limits, unlimited potential. I love that answer. Yeah, that's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's all we have. Uh, unless Zach, you have anything else? No, that's, that's all I had. So thank you, Sana. Uh, but I mean, oh, hey, yes, you guys are you. awesome. Well, you'll so, definitely be back. Absolutely. You'll be back. Absolutely. We would love to have yeah, you. Yeah. Thank you. I would be honored. Uh, I really would. Um, just want to say something just really quick is um, I was, I was driving a, a wonderful, wonderful woman, a client when I was doing Uber driving. And, you know, it's, it's amazing your life, how you could touch a person's life daily, you know, in a positive way, um, no matter what, like through your podcast, through anything. And I could tell you when I was driving, all of a sudden, um, a woman was in the car. She's about to leave. I, about to, I stopped and I turned off the app and I, I said to her, I said, listen, you know what? The ride's over. I turned off the app. You have two choices. One is you can leave the car when everything's hunky-dory or two, I know there's a lot of stuff that's bothering you right now. I'm all ears. Please go. Just say whatever you want. I won't interrupt you. And it'll only stay between us. She goes, what? And I said, yeah, anything goes. Tell me what you want. Just say it. And she cried like crazy um, and told me afterwards, after all that, you know, letting her out, letting it out. Um, all of a sudden, she said to me, you don't know, Ali, what I would have done 
once I left out of the car. And I said, yes, I did. I, you had all the signs that, that you were going to hurt yourself, you know, and, and, you know, that little action made someone care to know that she was cared for. You know, this podcast shows to someone out there could be, it could mean one person can achieve their goals because what we talked about, or they just had a laugh that they needed to laugh because we're goofballs and they just needed to have fun and laugh. And they needed that laughter. Then we, we touched our lives in that way. That's what makes me happy. So that's what I would add to that. You know, that's very important to me for that part right there. That's awesome. (laughs) Holy shit. It's a great way to end uh, it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't even know what to say. Uh, yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't agree more. Um, and I've I've said this to Zach before. If even one person yes. laughs at our show, if one person learns something, you know that that means yeah. so much more than I could possibly express. Absolutely. with words. Absolutely. Uh, man. Yeah. So I'm glad you said that. And uh, again, just wanted to say thank you for coming You're on welcome. and. Uh, Thank you. We really appreciate the insight yeah. and everything. Thank you so much. <laughs> You'll definitely be be, uh, be back. Yeah, and, and do me a favor. Edit it. <laughs> and please let me hear it because yeah. I can't wait to laugh at <laughs> yeah. it because we had such a fun time. Yeah. Oh, you know? blast. Absolutely. Okay. Okay, gentlemen. <laughs> have a wonderful night. All right. Okay, you too. Take care, guys. You okay. too. Thank you very Bye, much. Guys. Take care. Bye. All right. See ya. Bring, bring, bring. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that interview. Hope you took away as much as we did from it because uh, we certainly certainly got a lot out of it um wow i'm still i just cannot believe some of those stories and shit wow yeah you know i woke up this morning and i went downstairs and opened the fridge and opened the fruit drawer and the first thing i saw was a goddamn tangerine and i can't look at those the same. i don't think i'll ever touch one again throw away the whole fridge you gotta move yeah <laughs> seriously oh my god that's horrible yeah, but Dude, you know, truly funny. inspiring, truly inspiring conversation. First time I ever talked to talked to Sanad, and I honestly took so much from that. Such a great human being, uh, giving him giving his lessons that he teaches his, uh, you know, his uh, tennis players, and you know, just people that he meets in everyday life. And those lessons are truly something we should all live by to just be good humans. Yeah, couldn't agree more. And he'll definitely be back on, so uh, keep a lookout for that. Um. But that's all we have this week. Uh, we just want to say thank you again for tuning in. Uh, make sure to follow us on socials at No Biz Podcast. Um, keep sending in, you know, questions, fan mail, anything, because um, that just helps us help you. Um, so keep that coming. No Zach hate mail. Just wanted to put it out there. Pump. Just don't keep that coming. Pump the Zach hate mail. I need it. <laughs> I feed I, off of it. I don't need it for my self esteem. All right. Well, email me on the side. I'm doing brain. Um, and remember, uh, episodes dropping every uh, Thursday on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I know me and Jordan would appreciate anybody who would uh, follow us on uh, Spotify and give us a rate or review on uh, Apple Podcasts. Really much appreciated. Um, those links will all be down in the description and in our social platforms. So, yes, that's uh, going to do it for us. Until next week.